Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. I am your host, Carlos Diaz. Retail podcast and one more episode of our fascinating podcast. We are very happy to have two guests with us today. That's right. For the first time in our podcast, we're having two guests and they're here coming from Sprout Funding. They're going to talk to you guys about some amazing opportunities they have to offer. I know every time we think about growing our business, immediately our brain goes to how do we get investors? Uh, that's not the only solution, right? And you want to save up on your equity. You want to save up on your business because later on in time, you might need those investors, but not necessarily from a financial standpoint, right? You want to look at your investors more on a business growth and practical perspective and what they can bring to the table aside from money. So with that said, I want to introduce Mark Brazil. He's the chief operating officer at Sprout Funding. He has over 20 years experience in professional retail business process development. And also uh, with him, it's Patrick Comboy. He's the chief marketing officer, also with over 20 years of high-profile marketing leadership for major brands across the country. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? Great. That's a nice intro. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. No, not a problem. My pleasure. Thank you guys so much for uh, giving us some of your time. I know you guys are busy and you have a lot on your plate, but I really appreciate you dedicating a couple of your minutes to to us. Uh, So I would like to start talking about, right, where we're at today, obviously the hot topic, the new normal, the pandemic, a lot of businesses, unfortunately, are closing down, right? They're concerned. They don't think they can keep going forward and moving right through the months as they have so many mandates that are restricting them from being able to open their doors 100%. Uh, But I know that there's a lot of opportunity for them. And I know that thinking of closing your business should be kind of like the last resort. So what are you guys seeing with your clients? What are you guys seeing in the the business industry that's happening? And where do you see the trends going forward? Yeah, I mean, I mean, across the U.S., and that's where all of our clients are. We we, we deal with people in the U.S. currently. Um, you know, small businesses are really working hard to find ways to achieve even a percentage of the revenue uh, that they did in years or, or even months prior, right? And across retail, restaurants, bars, and even some service industries, I mean, they're these businesses are having a hard way, uh, are having a uh, have to find new ways to operate you know, um, with limited or no physical customer contact, which is completely counterintuitive to where, you know, we were heading with this personal touch across retail or even restaurant and bar, you know, it's pretty tough to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a lot of our merchants are saying it's just so difficult to keep up with all the operational things that they're having, you know, these mandates from their local governments and then the cost of protecting their employees, all of those things are putting extra stress and pressure on, you know, small businesses that are already under tremendous pressure just to, you know, to, to be successful. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. And I was talking with uh, Patrick. I think he was making mention also to a great point, uh, how the supply chain, right? We were becoming this global economy and this very global multi-diverse exchange of goods and services. And I don't know if you want to expand that on that more, Patrick. I know you were talking to me about that. Some well, sure. I, 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 I think um, 
every, everybody's getting squeezed. You've heard it too many times. We're all in this together. And in business, we're all entangled in a, a web of supply and demand. And, and, you know, one thing for us, uh, customer facing to be able to provide the goods and services that they need, but it's also then to bring in those goods and supplies. And that's been, there's been a wrench in that works as well coming from overseas. And I think to add to, to Mark's point, business owners are being stressed in ways they've never been stressed, but one of them is how can they be most creative in their businesses and how can they start begin to pivot their businesses? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have a lot of supply a line that's been stymied. I, I may need to be out there looking at entirely different lines of, uh, of, uh, of product and business to, to, to go after maybe a, a similar or complementary market. Uh, so creativity is big. And I think what we're seeing as well are, are game plans are being changed. So supply chains are being changed and challenged. Uh, we're looking at business owners, looking at new ways to compete in a new world. And I think some of the more successful ones are saying, you know, this might be a great investment time for our business. If there are less people playing in the, uh, the sandbox, how can I come out of this ahead? And mm-hmm. so they're actually investing in their businesses moving forward. They have to address the, the hard issues up front. How do I stay in business? But as they invest in it, how can I end up in a better position than I began when the pandemic's over? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, th- I think like you very well mentioned and Mark did as well, uh, it's all about the challenge of how do I get customer acquisition, right? The, it's, the, the flow of that process has to be completely outside of the box. But I think also it opens up the opportunity for a lot of small businesses to get into the market, right? Because a lot of the big retailers, right? It, it's like changing that bow. It takes such a long process to do when you have this very complex uh, corporate conglomerate. Versus when you're more agile in a small business, this is your opportunity to grow and to really grow your customer acquisition and get that niche market for you. You know, so talking about niche markets and talking about what businesses do. So tell me, guys, a little bit more about what what Sprout Funding is. Right. Where are you guys based on your customer acquisition? How many customers you have in the market? What is Sprout Funding? Sure. Well, I mean, Sprout Funding is based in Dallas, and uh, we funded about $500 million across uh, 5,000 businesses since 2007. Um, and just in a little closer uh, you know, time, in 2019 alone, we funded about $20 million to 250-plus businesses. And the wow. interesting thing about Sprout and this product is that you know, we have seven out of 10 customers getting, you know, that they've received more than one funding for, for more than one opportunity sometimes. So, you know, some of our customers are short-term capital and short-term needs and others see an opportunity and they need to act fast to, you know, strike while the iron's hot, if you will, to go out and land that opportunity. So, you know, what, what we do is we offer uh, fast, fair funding and we tailor the offers to a merchant's unique needs with terms that work for their business. Nice. Nice. That's phenomenal. And, I guess to kind of put it out there for all of our listeners, right? There's a big difference between having investors and having a company that comes and funds you for a selected period of time. And can you guys expand on that so that to educate all of our listeners on the, on the difference between those two? Yeah. I mean, I think you talked about it uh, or touched on it a little bit earlier about, uh, you know, giving up equity. I mean, what that normally means to a business owner, giving up equity 
usually means giving up control. <laughs> and you know, a lot of our, a lot of folks that are coming to us don't want to give up control. I mean, sometimes it's a good thing to take on partners. Maybe if they connect you with other marketplaces, maybe if, you know, they really bring something to the table, that's going to be an exponential growth factor or something like that, then sure. You know, equity is a good, a good uh, solution, but you know, in, in particular, a lot of our customers that are in small business, they've already tapped a lot of their sources. They've already tapped family. Uh, they've already mm-hmm. maybe uh, they, maybe they already have a line of credit with the bank or whatever, and you know they don't they they just don't want to give up any more equity, and they need something to happen fast because no matter when you're raising money and you're looking for an equity partner, you usually have to go through a vetting process. You have to you know if it, even if it's family members, sometimes they have to do things to get liquid. And if you're trying to do something with a, let's say a retailer that's trying to make an opportunity buy, maybe some of these uh, big retail players are trying to get rid of a little product that you've never been able to land. And now you can offer it in your own marketplace. To do that, you need to close on that really quickly. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the, one of the better features of, uh, or one of the things that we face a lot in our business and we can offer is pretty fast money. Okay. Okay. And do you guys, uh, you brought up a great point, right? Collateral. Do you guys require collateral from your customers? What does the application process look like in, in a relationship to a time frame when they need to react quickly and fast and jump on that opportunity? Right. So no, I mean, uh, you know, not in terms, it's not, it's not a loan. We, we fund businesses. So what we're doing is revenue based funding, which means you sell us future sales to get mm-hmm. money today. We, we typically, you know, we'll take, about it really depends on 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 the amount of revenue and the amount of money that you needed things like that but we typically try not to take over about 15 percent of revenue and what we do is daily micropayments weekly micropayments something like that we're taking um you know 13 percent of your daily sales revenue until we get the sales that you sold us so this is never about overtaxing the business or anything like that this is about you have um, you have something in terms of future sales, that, that revenue that's going to come in that you could leverage today to, again, either find a way to, to, um, you know, to, to, to live today and to make sure that you stay in business or, and sometimes that's just what it is because you had a short term hiccup that caused, you know, or maybe you want to hire new people. There's also a lot of things about opportunities for the business. A restaurant comes to us sometimes and they say, you know, I think I can increase my revenue by 30% over the next six months if I add a patio, right? It's extra seating, mm-hmm. especially today. We're seeing that a lot, you know, restaurants mm-hmm. in particular, bars, add outdoor seating, it gives them a new opportunity to attack business, right? So um, it, it's not, it, it, this is not a, uh, this is not something where you have to walk in with a lot of collateral. This is something where you have a viable business and you want to leverage the history of what that business has been doing in terms of what your what, what your future plan for revenue is. What, so we look at a little bit of history to make sure that the story you're telling for the future is is what you're going to be able to deliver. Realistic. Yeah, we're listening. Yeah. And then we say, uh, all right, well, look, that, that looks great. I mean, everything that you shared with us so far about your business, and it, this is not a long process. Um, it's, it's normally we can do a prequal in four hours and get, get funding to people in two to three days. So, I mean, oh, this, wow. This two to three days. Bad. Right. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. No, yeah, thank you so much for explaining for, that. Sorry. Carlos, what, what's uh, interesting is you, 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 uh, you're approved for a lump sum payment. That, that money's in your account in a few days, but you, you can choose to use that money how you wish, right? 
mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not mandated to be used for one thing and one thing only. So if, if you let's say you've uh, been approved for twenty thousand uh, dollars, you could use fifteen thousand of that for new equipment, or this new patio Mark's talking about, or new product, or a, a seasonal promotion that's coming up, and you can use the, re- the remainder of the money maybe to market behind that. So mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. radio advertising or something like that, or local. Uh, uh, online, you could drive traffic. And so it continues your receipts into the future. And our product works very well with your cash flow. It's not one set amount. So if you're, you've got greater revenue, you pay a little bit more and pay it off more quickly. It's a little slower. You're not paying as much. So it works in line with your business trends. Okay. Okay. No, I love it. Thank you so much for the explanation. Cause I, I think it embraces the fact that yes, it is not alone, but rather an assistance that's there with you, not to put pressure on you, right? And to kind of drive you crazier than what you already feel as a business owner <laughs> and have to be yeah. so innovative as we're talking about. But rather it goes hand in hand because as you're making those sales, you guys are taking a portion of those sales that you're really buying those future sales, that future revenue of that business uh, so that then the business owner can growth organically with it, right? And that relationship between you guys becomes an organic growth. That's phenomenal. And so let me ask you this. What about people that don't have that great of a credit? Does that matter for them? Uh, or do they still have the opportunity to partake in your services? Look, I mean, we're asked this question an awful lot because business owners historically, they they're man, they're going through the ringer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> they, uh, tend, they tend to push the envelope, right? When it comes to the Well, money. you know, it's, it's hard. Business yeah. is hard, especially small business. I mean, uh, you know, we, we know we, we're business owners ourselves. I mean, uh, we, you know, some of our, our founders owns bars and restaurants of his own and other businesses. So we know how difficult it is, uh, you know, and, and um, all of those things can affect, affect your credit rating. So we uh, typically don't fund uh, businesses where the owner credit is under 500, but that's, and that's a pretty low cutoff given mm-hmm. what most people would do. Cause most banks won't look at you if you're under about six fifty. Um, but, uh, you know, it, we're looking at a lot of things for the business. I mean, the, uh, and, and, and the, the credit, the credit score is one thing, but we look at time in business, the amount of revenue that you're doing, how consistent it is. Um, you know, and even think about sometimes if you have a niche in business, that's really going to give you, you know, a way that, that, that it's about to pop for growth or something like that. So we're looking at a lot of different things. You know, we've just found in, in a long time in business that um, if the credit rating is below 500, then, then it's, they're in a really tough spot. So mm-hmm. um, that's, that's probably not somebody that uh, we can help. But um, otherwise, and that's, that's a pretty low number, but otherwise we can get in the game with them. Awesome. Awesome. And what, what do you guys would say would be out of all of your clients, all of the different customers you've had out there, what has been the, the most amazing success story, right? That you, that you guys could share with us. I mean, I think there are a lot, but you know, some people that uh, have, 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 you know, some of the ones that I love most are with, with uh, restaurants where they've added on something and taken on a site next door or something like that, where they, um, you know, didn't want to wait for the next uh, 45 to 60 days for a, li- a bank line to come through mm-hmm. and they can do a pretty quick build out or it was an easy build out. And they see, you know, uh, we've had one that was like a, a 125% uptick in revenue just by adding a space. And that's not a, that's not a recent story where, I mean, that's, it's, it's in the last year, but it's not something that's, you know, related to our current environment either. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, um, we, we're seeing some, some, 
uh, in the Dallas area, we've seen a couple of players where they find a new way to let better leverage their outdoor seating and they drive their revenues up. They actually do more than they were prior to COVID because now they've innovated into this sort of uh, takeout business as well as um, leveraging their outdoor seating. So, um, I mean, I've always thought a really good success story is someone who didn't see the opportunity uh, to drive that much revenue. And they're excited by the fact that are re reinvigorated and re-energized for their business because they found they thought they found a growth opportunity, got funding to support it and then lived up to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, that, that's amazing. And you bring up such a great point because I think a lot of uh, business owners, right? We tend to think once we find something that's making us money is like, right, we get this like blind horses eyes, right? And then we just think, okay, that's the way, that's the way, that's the way. And you never really stop for a second and think about, okay, I really, as a business owner, I need to be more of an octopus, right? I need to have multiple streams of revenue happening all at once because eventually they're going to go through a life cycle and things are going to slow down, right? Just, just by the sense of a business on its own, right? That's just the life cycle of anything. And so this is a perfect opportunity for businesses to realize, hey, I always need to be looking ahead. I always need to be challenging myself and pushing the envelope and trying new things to bring an additional source of revenue, right? So that right, right. one of my five options, my oct octopus tentacles, right? I guess if I call them that, right? <laughs> uh, when one of them starts dying off, not a problem. I have another six right behind it that, that are giving me something, right? So no, that's phenomenal. And one question I have, as you guys are talking about um, people and buying their future sales. And I think this is a very sensitive question to everybody out there right now. What happens if I go through a month right? Where a mandate goes through and, oh my God, now I'm a bar, right? And I have to shut down and I go a complete month or two months with complete zero revenue. Do I get a penalty? Do What happens to that process? Uh, that's a great question. And one that we're living through for the last, uh, you know, three months plus, right? Uh, no, I mean, look, we, we're buying uh, future state, we're, we're buying your future sales. So if there are no future sales and there's really nothing for us you know, to, to take at that point in time. Right. Uh, and this is a partnership, you know, we're, we, we want, you know, you to be successful. We don't want you to have to shut your doors. I will tell you that a large, uh, a, you know, a, a large percentage of our portfolio, um, mm -hmm. of our client set needed to be on modified payments for the last number of months. You know, there's still a lot and, and we still have a lot that are on there. Um, and some of them are modified down to, uh, nearly zeros, a, a couple of them down to zero because they really haven't been able to run their business at all. And maybe it was an individual month where they went down to zero, but the only way that really works is if we're in contact with them and we're a partner to them, they see us as a partner, they see us as somebody who can support them. Mm -hmm. And we look for the same thing back from them when your business reopens. So they're sharing their bank statements with us so we can see what kind of business they're doing. And, you know, sometimes we have to say, all right, we're going to have to, we'll do a three week pause for you until you can get, let you use all your capital to get back open and running. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll get back, we'll gradually uh, take our payments back up to where as, and they'll follow your sales. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's uh, it, it's, it's a fair question. It's a question that's uh, real time, right? We're living. Yeah, in no, day. absolutely. But I, but I th honestly, I, I wanted to bring it up because I know you've mentioned this to me before in our prior conversation, but I think it's very, very crucial for everybody that's listening out there, right? To know that there is an option that they're going to work with them as a partner, right? It's not going to be a line of credit. It's not going to be a bank. It's not going to be somebody that's going to be 
constantly on your back, right? Just like yeah. the landlord is charging you rent regardless whether your establishment is open or not, right? It's yeah. really somebody that's going to work hand in hand. And you guys want their success because their success is your success, right? right? right. So that that's a complete game changer in my opinion, right? And a, and a great reason why to go look at Sprout Funding. They have a, a lot of videos, a lot of information on their website and a great reason why to go out there and see them as an opportunity for you guys that have your businesses to to kind of put a little step in on the go and, and resurface what your idea is, what your business is, right? Um, no, that's great. So, uh, Mark and Patrick, uh, I, I really appreciate all of your time. Uh, you know, everything that you guys went through explaining what Sprout Funding is. Uh, greatly, greatly appreciate it. I don't know if there's anything you guys would like to share with all of our listeners, uh, kind of as an outro, uh, as we're departing the conversation. Uh, anything that you might think that's really crucial to to give out to them? No, I mean, I, I want to, well, first I'll say thank you for having us and uh, for making this a very, uh, a good conversation where we can get a lot of good information out. And I think it is, it's, we, we appreciate the opportunity to be exposed to uh, small business owners and, and potentially be a resource to them to help them, you know, live up to what their dreams and hope, hopes and dreams are, you know? So thank you. No, thank you guys. Thank you, Mark and Patrick. Again, really appreciate your time. Uh, for everybody out there listening, there you go. GetSproutFunding.com. That's right. GetSproutFunding.com. Go to the website. Uh, they have a great video that explains the entire process that we just talked about. It's an illustrative video. So if you want to go through that video, it's a great video. All of the information is there. The application process is super simple and you will get a response in a very, very short period of time. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope to talk to you guys next week. If you have any questions about Sprout Funding, you're also welcome to reach out to our website, Proxima360.com, and we'll be more than happy to put you in contact with Mark, Patrick, and their amazing team at Sprout Funding. Uh, you guys have a great weekend, and thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to participate in the Retail Corner conversation, please sign up via email at retailcorner at proxima360.com or sign up on our website at proxima360.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe and have a great weekend.